Welcome to Weird World. Welcome to Weird Weird World. <laughs> weird. God damn it. Weird World. Weird Weird, weird <laughs> World podcast. Weird, weird World. God damn it. Weird World, which I can't freaking say. So I'm gonna say that that's two words for me, please. Weird World. Weird okay. World. That show. Dad, shut your mouth. How the? How the? Rachel, the forgotten daughter. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Satan. <laughs> he was <laughs> never. Square. Oh. And speci- I want to be a science teacher. <laughs> Uh, and we'll have to put a picture of Aaron's bangs on our. Oh, on shit. Our- yes. <laughs> there you have it. Welcome to another episode. I just scared everyone with that loud, abrasive uh, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Weird World, the program that I say very slowly because otherwise I'll screw it up. Uh, today, well, first, let's intro. I'm Dean. I'm Aaron. I'm Jack. I'm Carrie. Today we're going to talk about some unidentified dead. A couple of very famous cases whose victims have to this day never been identified. The first is going to be uh, Babes in the Woods, a terrible, terrible, horrible case in Canada. The second will be the infamous Boy in the Box from Pennsylvania in the United States. Also a super depressing, horrible, horrible case of dead children. So, you know, get ready. I think you're going to enjoy this. Feel good. Today we're going to talk about one of the, a case of the unidentified dead. I gotta work in titles. I gotta work in that <laughs> yeah. title there. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this case though is kind of a famous um, case in Canada. It's called the Babes in the Woods. Anyone heard of it? Nope. Nothing. No nope. one. All nope. right. Well, that's good. Mm. I think actually, this think so. case is one of those unsolved murders that we don't know to this day who the victims were and um this 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 particular case has sort of haunted canada for for decades now it's something that really just works on canada's soul canada you're gonna have to maybe have some therapy and move on because it was a long time ago it actually happened in january 14th 1953 that is on january 14th 1953 <laughs> british columbians are out in uh enjoying themselves in the sun Wait, January? Probably not. Probably yeah, not a lot of sun yeah. in Vancouver. It was at a place called Stanley Park in Vancouver. I've it, heard of that park. Have you? It's, mm-hmm. I guess, a pretty famous park. It's there on a peninsula, but pretty close to the heart of the city, I think. A park gardener named Albert Tong, he's out working near a, a beaver lake in the park. It's a good-sized park. He sees a woman's coat on the ground. Uh-oh. He, he thinks, oh, okay, well, someone left their coat. I better go get it. Picks it up. And it looks like two little kids are sleeping beneath the coat. They were just left, maybe to take a little nap in the park. In the Canadian winter. In the Canadian winter, it is not two little kids taking a nap. Both the children are not just dead, but decomposed. They're they're long dead. God. So maybe he didn't really think they were sleeping. (laughs) I kind of added that as artistic by sense as possible. That's not true. Gross. They're missing their eyes and tongue because of the coyotes. (laughs) How dare you? They might just be sleeping. Let's shake them awake. Both had been bludgeoned to death. No. Wait, were they just like out in the middle of the park? They're by, yeah. But I mean, the park, you know, is heavily forested. So this is not a part of the park that people are walking along at, 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 rarely. Okay. And and it, I guess it kind of like, you know, ma- it kind of overgrown. They're, they're somewhat semi-hidden. But he was uh, a gardener, so that was kind of his job. Okay. And he so they weren't like under the jungle gym or something no, like that. No, no, they were not under the jungle gym. <laughs> People were just walking around them. In a second, you'll see why that's <laughs> ludicrous. Um, 
So it, it wasn't just the kids under the, under the coat. They had also found um, the hatchet that was used to kit the bash in their skulls was underneath the coat with them. That's weird. A rusted metal lunchbox was with them. Uh, a woman's shoe, some children's clothing, like a belt. I think it's a belt, and I, I think I read two jacket zippers. This was a big coat. Yeah, I know. It, uh, it was a big, full-length well, woman's coat. We'll find small out Small children. Yeah, they're not very old. Uh, there were two leather aviator caps, like kids had worn uh, for like world, to pretend they're World War II flying oh aces in the fifties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in 1953, they're found. Remember? But yeah. okay, are you, are you noticing something going on here? Old bits of clothing, World War II caps, rusted metal lunchbox. Yeah, they've been there. They've been there since. The forensics later said they've been killed in 1947. The so they've fuck? been lying there under that coat, decomposing for six years. Or were they moved there? Uh, it sure didn't look like it. It looked like they'd been there the whole time. Okay. The stuff had been there. Uh, we'll see in a minute that, that the timing may be a little wonky, but actually in the other direction. Uh, one of the kids was killed with the sharp end of the hatchet, the other <gasps> with the blunt end. Why? I don't know. Just use all of the ends for each. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. To that's be thorough? Weird. Is that why? Yeah. That just makes no sense. <laughs> that is kind of weird. I know. I'm going to use the back for this kid and the front for the other I kid. Know. I don't know. Maybe well, it broke. They tested it against that hatchet that was found beneath the coat, and it was that hatchet. So that was indeed the murder weapon. It, it, it fit the wounds. Hatchet. Um, that's the worst part. Yeah. Hatchet's Ugh. not cool. Uh, at first, they were thought to be a boy and a girl, and they thought to be one was about six, the other was about 10 years old. Much later, though, they were authorities were able to extract DNA from their teeth. This is not to the 1990s. Yeah, and it turns out they're both boys. So it's actually a six-year-old boy and a ten-year-old boy. So that was a big coat, actually. They're, they're yeah. I mean, those aren't mm-hmm. super six super big yeah. kids. But it was the four times, so they're little people. Yes, yeah. that's true. They weren't. They were kids. weren't fed as much as kids are now. Oh. In Canada, I mean, I if know. they're the <laughs> type, this is Aaron's theory. So, uh, if they're small children times. out in the winter, just roaming around, say it again. I don't know if they're uh, now. I'm picturing like the little match girl. Yeah, like uh, two small children roaming the a cold winter city. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but but uh, I can't remember why. But everything I read indicates that they were, or at least assumes they had been there the whole time. To answer your earlier mm-hmm. question, so the, the so the the police made bust of them. And gave it huge media coverage all over Canada. They they showed the bus. They took pictures of the bus. The bust of them. They were in every newspaper in Canada. So tremendous! It was a, a huge story because you know it's like okay, come on, we're Canada. We're good people. We someone's not going to come forward and and how these two little kids were killed. Someone didn't miss them. Someone doesn't know who they are, who they might be. No one well, came forward. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, put as a sound argument, Carrie. Well, beginning whoever would miss them is probably who killed yes, them. That, yeah. But also, um, how how were they able to make busts of several years decomposed bodies? The cold kept them better. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, it no, did say what I read said decomposed, but I don't know if like literally. I mean, you know, I think there was still skin and flesh there. I don't know. Years. I don't know. Maybe years. Not. Okay, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't think is Vancouver that cold. No, no not it's that not like a peat bog. They would have gone through summers. Yeah, you're also. right. They would have been. They would have been pretty deflashed, I imagine. Mm-hmm. They would have been almost skeletons. Well, maybe they did. They have back then. You know how they do nowadays, where they do the clay with the bones and put the, where the that's muscles. That's not put. even they all have that, that accurate now. So that's probably what they did, though. They probably just had a forensic artist 
reconstruct what they assumed. Uh, they just had a local sculptor make the All 10-year-olds look the same. All six-year-olds look well, the same. no, I mean, I know, they, they can extrapolate how dinosaurs look just from their skeletons. And we have no way of knowing if they're right or not. And they they're more feathers. I just they believed T-Rex and I sure truce. Yeah. I, I have it on my shirt. It had wings. I have multiple T-Rexes on my shirt. You're welcome. I don't have any. And a pterosaur. Wow, that's a weird-ass shirt. Nerd shirt. Yes, um, and space, too. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this retired detective, this detective who was a kid at the time, uh, he's, he later became a Vancouver detective, Vancouver detective. He said that when he was a kid, he remembers that the bodies were discovered. Everybody's, everybody talked about it. All the parents talked about it. Yeah. They didn't do a good job of not talking about it in front of their kids, apparently. And, and there were photos of the bus in, in, all the, in all the papers and everything. But despite this, as I said, they were never identified and they came to be called the Babes in the Woods and became kind of like a national cause célèbre. Okay. In uh, Canada. What? French is the other language of Canada. I, I thought know. I was doing a good job with that. You no. ain't Canadian. Vancouver. Yeah. Still, everything Wrong still part. has to be written in French to carry. That's true. They do all, always have French integrated God. into their school. Calls célèbre. It's spot on. People in France right now are saying, oh my God, is he French? Fran. Yeah, they're saying okay. French. Okay. I messed that up. Um, so, yeah, I guess the question is, how were they never identified? Again, it's got a tremendous... Even if they're... Okay, yeah, their abuser or whatever killed them. Someone, you'd think, would have yeah, noticed these like two kids a teacher were missing. or a neighbor. Anybody, yeah. Neighbor, teacher, friend, relative, other relative that didn't kill them. I mean, Canada um, don't got that many people. And there are two siblings from the same family. This, this, this cop, he said, wouldn't somebody have noticed, this is a quote, two siblings go missing. Wouldn't a school have noticed or an extended family member, even if it was one of the parents that killed them, which is a likely scenario, scenario he thought, why didn't somebody step forward? So it was you know, considered baffling that no one came forward to identify these two kids. Were they mm. confirmed Canadian? Mm, I don't know. That's like, true. what if they were, like, immigrants? Or yeah. they were this on vacation. World War Two. On vacation. Then it would make sense yeah. that nobody in Canada would know who they were. This was what, this is 1953. Oh, I see. Well, when they were killed. 1947, I was still after, I see what you mean, like a, like a post-war refugee. Yeah. Um, That's possible. Possible. Nobody back home. I mean, that would explain why nobody was there to recognize them. Yeah. yeah. But, but again, teachers, neighbors, whatever. Because they were refugees. They, they, they just got there. Yeah. yeah. Or they could say, oh, they're Fresh off the boat. Refugees aren't always welcomed warmly. Yeah. Especially they, in Canada. No, Wait, that wasn't what? a can- Canadians aren't evil. Opposite. I meant they're cold. It's cold up there. Okay. That was a bad pun. That was very poorly done. Yeah. Um, the bones were never buried. They were they stored as evidence. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I know. Well, kind of, but not really. Eventually, they found their way to a state. This is kind of gross. A display case at the police museum when it opened in 1986. So they're stored somewhere, and then flash forward over 30 years later, and they put them on display at that's the police museum. Disrespectful. Not cool, Vancouver. Mm, I don't care. Wow. Wow, heartless. Yeah. I think they should have been giving a Viking. They're just bones. Yes, burn them. Burn them in the lake, Beaver Lake. Well, I either want a sky burial that. or I want. A Viking funeral. What's a sky barrel? Girl, out, in like, Tibet, parachute. get ready. Don't do not do the parachute? Is that what a sky barrel uh, is? No. Okay. They I don't know. Chop your body up and like ch- crush up your bones and feed them to vultures. Oh, your family sits on the Oh, like at, a, like at a 10 foot high? Yeah. Like a, you no, know, well, yes, but it, it's because in Tibet, right. that's customary. That's mm-hmm. their ritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want my body to go to the body farm. Ew, Me uh, too. 
I don't want your body to go to body farm. Well, it's right. not your decision. You boy. know what? That's so typical. I know it is. It's it? it's women that want their bodies to go to the body farms and their wussy husbands. I'm not <laughs> a woman. I'm a wussy because I don't want to have my body or yours go to the body farm. I didn't say anything you about your body. body. What are you going to do my, with it? I don't know. Guess oh. what? Guess where your body's going. <laughs> you don't have that decision either. <laughs> no, you yes, don't. I do. You don't say that. Yes, no. I do. The person who dies says I'm gonna it. I'm going to do a will now and say one thing only. Don't let Carrie put my body in the body farm. I don't want to go to Virginia. It's good for forensic scientists no. to learn how bodies decompose uh, and in different Carrie, situations. Oh, that's all going to be done by computer simulations soon. Well, like, by virtual not, reality. No. That doesn't, that's, that's not, not how Sure they. Sure it is. That's not how the world know. works. No. No, we're doing that. No. Will you donate your body that. to a VR farm? Yes, that I will. Bruh, ugh. What's You're, a VR farm? That's not a thing. It doesn't exist. Just oh. made it up. Yes. It's a so thing that's that's just made up. But someday it will be a thing. Mm-hmm. It, can you hear me shuffling papers here, by the way? I was just thinking that. I'm like, you're yeah. furiously shuffling can over there. Can you move there. more things around? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, yes, I can, as a matter of fact. Turns he out did. I can, yes. Okay. Uh, a retired Shit. Vancouver cop. He didn't care for that whole on-display bullshit in the, in the museum, so he um, had DNA samples taken and he gave them to an expert. And he was trying to, um, he wanted the DNA to be stored and be there for later potential identification. He then had the remains cremated and he held a surface for them at sea off of Kitts Points. At he did sea. it sometime That's in nice. the 1990s. Although the whole DNA thing is really wishful thinking because yeah. you have to have something to compare it to. Of course you do, but you never know. Some of them came that's forward. A, oh, they were mine. That's you know. really wishful thinking. It is. But it was smart. It was yeah. foresightful. Just in that's case. That's uh, thoughtful. I don't know. For something. Um, oh, my God. Forward thinking. For, sure. Let's go with that. Replicas of the bones good. are, to this day, on display in that museum, along with those items that were found around them. Oh. So I kind of want to go to the Vancouver Police Museum. Me, too. Yeah, sure. I'd go there. Let's go on a... Uh, World world case, weird world case vacation where we go to places where the cases we did. No, I'm not hearing, I'm not seeing a lot I of I like yeses. that idea. Sure. Hey, it would be cool, but, but you guys never take us anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> except for Southern Chevy's. California. Chevy's, Chevy's. is I, authentic Mexican cuisine. I want to like Nan get, Madal. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. cool. That's a good idea. Let's do more cases in like Paris. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. You're, oh my God! We can go there then. Yeah. Shit, yeah. The beast, Australia. Are you talking about the uh, Yeah, you're right. No. Let's go to the I south was of thinking about the train lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 oh yeah. I was thinking of the, um, the time slip. Oh, the Versailles that was, time slip. That time slip. Oh, that, that was in Versailles. That in someday we're going to um, uh, have on. The, Hello. We're going to do that on the show eventually. <laughs> More recently, this, the retired detective who's been fascinated by this case for a long time. His name, by the way, is Brian Honeyborn. Ooh, great Super name. Super cool name, Canada. He is cast down on the 1947 dating, by the way. He points out that the scene investigation at the time was done kind of sloppy, kind of slapdash. It was done in one day. The day they found, found it, they, they wrapped up the scene, and that, which was, you know, in his mind, not thorough enough. And that the way they figured the, the timing was from two things. One was the shoes they were wearing, which experts, I guess, at the place said were only imported after World War II into Canada. And the other one was the leaf fall on the ground beneath the coat. They apparently used that to date it, but uh, Brian Honeyborn hmm. said that's bullshit. There was no botanist involved in that. Tell them <laughs> that, and that's just not even good forensic science. If yeah, it's yeah. bullshit. He points. Move. He points to a case where, and this is why this is important. There was a case where a sailor and his fiance 
we're walking along the beach along this area. The beach, the, um, the park goes, it looks, I, I, I checked it on Google Map. It looks like it, it was the same shape. It goes almost to the, the water line. And then and there's, so there's a beach along the edges of, of the park. What a nice park. So it looks like a beautiful park, yeah. And the beach of? The beach of the, the of beach the, of Vancouver. It's, it's on like a peninsula. Of the ocean, not? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, not the beach of Beaver Lake. That's like in the middle of the okay. park. And it's kind of a glorified pond. Get over yourself, the whole lake thing. But anyway, Shit. the uh, they're walking along. The sailor and the fiance were walking along the beach, right on the edge of the park, and they saw a woman with one shoe on and not wearing a coat. Oh, it was cool. Come running out from the park, from the trees in the park. Again, it's a heavily forested park. That sounds convenient. She suddenly, she so she bursts from the park, bursts from the woods, and she sees them, and she makes a quote unquote guttural sound. I don't know what that sounds like. <laughs> she shrieks. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, yeah. Hey. Oh god. Go the, I'm not doing Chewbacca. Yeah, oh, god, I can't Chewbacca. anymore. Oh, I was do gonna Chewbacca. say do Katya. Stay close to the candles. Stay close to the candles. The stairway can be treacherous. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> um, what she said. And she ran away. She and she ran away. I well, want to fuck with someone and like do that. I want to run out of like the woods or nah, something in like old timey clothes yeah. and like yell that at someone and, and quote away. Young Frankenstein exactly, and then like <laughs> run away and have them be like. And with your luck, they're huge young Frankenstein fans. They no, start laughing their they, ass. No, off. they'll think they just like witness someone time travel. Unless they're huge young Frankenstein fans, in which case okay. they know what you're up to. Then they'll think it's fucking hilarious. Or they watch so way, the very popular YouTube series, which you got that from. Oh, exactly. Shit. Or they listen to our podcast. Maybe I, I choose all to believe three. the latter. <laughs> all, Honestly, three. all three. All three. Okay, yes, so what year did this? So, um, so this woman this. shrieks and she runs off. The two, the sailor and the fiance, don't make anything of it, but this took place in May 1944. So Brian Honeyborn thinks this is when it happened, and that they actually were killed about nine years before they were found, not six years. But didn't he say the shoes they were wearing weren't made until after World War II? I'm going to assume he calls bullshit on that. Uh, Oh, oh, that was what the police said? Yes, the police said, Oh, okay, okay. I thought he said that. Never mind. So, I mean, the thought is, is that was this their mother? Did she just kill her? Because it's a woman's coat. Wouldn't be Did the she first just time. kill her children in whatever, some kind of fit of despair, and cover them with her coat and shriek off and run, make a shriek. guttural sound, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then that was not and then a shriek. That was a guttural sound. I know guttural. Okay. She was doing guttural sound. You I do don't the shriek, do shrieks. Mm, that's Dude, not Jack happening. Jack shrieks when he sees like a a spider. A spider. <laughs> well, some spiders. <laughs> <laughs> I do. That's actually the exact note too. I, she's not even. She's right. I go for the low notes. I go. Oh, there's a spider. <laughs> yeah, you do. I but do. you also try to climb out of a moving exactly. car too. So yeah. I, I started to try to get my McDonald's once. Mm, yeah. Well. It did. It came. It jumped. It was hungry. It jumped. It's a jumping spider. My, it was waiting on my door, and then it jumped right at my McDonald's. Son of a bitch. I was hungry. I don't blame it. You might want to think about the phrasing there. Um, <laughs> Stanley Park, where this took place, is still there. It's near the Vancouver Aquarium. It's not too far from the tea house at Stanley Park, where you can enjoy this fine seafood in a cheery, relaxed space. Did they pay us? No, that's what, that says on Google, that's what it says on Google, Google Maps, which I, like, I think is too soon, Canada. Too soon. What? Don't talk about a cheery... This, you know what happened there some 60-something years ago? I mean, just... Good Lord. It's too wrong. Soon. Too soon. So that's the case of the uh, babes in the woods. Any theories? Any thoughts? Girl, I'll fucking I like my refugee theory it's possible because that would explain why Damn. nobody knew who they were or nobody yeah because maybe the only people who know who they are are in like poland that's a good point and this poland. is the before times when you would, couldn't tweet things would the yeah. polish go to vancouver though 
Who knows? Canada? Sure. Sure. Something I mean, they place. weren't let a whole lot of post-war uh, refugees into Canada, I don't think. There but were. But there's some. Internment camps. Vancouver does seem odd. I mean, I, unless they distribute them. Did term, you say internment camps? That's not relevant. In <laughs> yes. What? Yeah, but that interned. During what? Oh, for, okay, well. Yeah, but that interned they did that citizens. Yes. Oh, of course wow. they did, yeah. Canada, they also Columbia. apologized before we did. I went to, um, <laughs> I went to, a, like, a, an event at the Carcart Museum. There's a bunch of, there's a photographer that specialized in the internment camps in British Columbia taking pictures with all the Japanese people. Japanese what now? People. Japanese people, but I ran out of breath. <laughs> All the Japanese. <laughs> you ran out of breath for a long time. <laughs> yeah. She's got her hands over her head. <gasps> Get my air. Yeah. What? I have okay. the lung capacity of like a gnat. A small animal. Yeah. That a, sm- run. a small animal. You're great without, at examples. Without lung capacity. That's exactly. what I was Great at simile. Run. I don't run. I have the lung capacity of something with a little bit of lung capacity. Exactly. Um, I I think I actually kind of tend toward I like the story Brian Honeyborn's story that was their mother. She had just done the most horrific act ever, and that'd be 1944. So there goes your refugees. The the fact that they weren't huh? The word stuff was bad in the world before World War II started. Oh, I see. That was Um, yeah. 44 was were there? Yeah, let's go with that. Sure, I could I could see that there being some kind of a a World War II refugee in Vancouver in 44. They're like we she can't feed her kids. She takes him to the park for and she says, "Look at the lake, children. Look at the lake." Okay, it's like a Benny and Lenny and George kind of a thing of mice and men, but no. I don't think it's. Uh, I had a choice to read that book. I read. One I think the whole signing. Great. Book, I think the whole signing of the woman is baloney. Yeah, I think what? it's very questionable. First but, off, like, we know eyewitness. Ten years later, they say the story. Sure. Eyewitness testimony. We know how unreliable that yeah, is, true. and it seems a little bit too convenient. She was not wearing a coat. She only well, had one shoe on. Okay, she but, ran out of the woods. Yeah. But there was a woman's shoe. And, in there, yeah, under the I know coat, that's and why it's too convenient. Was and used to they heard about that, right? Yes, of course they did. The I, I, mean, I mean, but still, okay, but still, it was some mother, very likely, was involved at some point where there was 44 or 47. And I, but in terms of the, of the non, other than the refugee theory, in terms of that, you know, you never know. Yeah, that is really, I, no I mean, clue. What are they, they just an isolated people, or maybe they're not from the area, you know? It's not impossible to miss. I know it got did tremendous they, coverage in Canada. Maybe they're from America. Yeah, I was gonna say. Did That's they pop true. up in? Yeah, did pop they up from Puget Sound, and no, I don't know if there's got a lot of play in the in the U.S. of A. at um, the time. But it's pronounced Puget. It probably would no, have in no, no, like Northern Washington. Probably, but let's say they're from Southern Washington. You happy now? We're from. Mom's from Northern Washington. No, or Southern, her family is. She's but, from Southern Washington. Bitch, what? Oh, so I'm thinking maybe you had something to do with your family. You're trying to cover <gasps> up, Carrie. Trying that to misdirect us, Carrie? Huh? Conspiracy theory. Oh that would God. not be cool. Be so cool Your if we great were really... uncle we, aunt did can it. Can we test our DNA with their DNA? Oh, my gosh. Sure. Still, they have DNA, Carrie. Yeah. Let's we, test your DNA with their... Because I am not related to her, thank God. Yeah, thank and, God. Uh, yeah. I thank you for that, too. I, my family had nothing to do with it. So your family is under a cloud of suspicion. Mine, not so much. Let's just run on over to Target real quick, get a 23andMe packet, and just get that paternity test going. Is that a thing? Yeah. We. Oh, my God. We saw it today. We were I don't literally at Target today. We told you my about DNA it. My DNA's already in the system because I did it for Ancestry. Okay, well, That's true. now check it against the kids. Oh, send an oh, email. Yeah, right <laughs> check it against the kids. <laughs> check an email. Send I'll an email just, to Vancouver Police. I'll just tweet them. Tweet, tweet, tweet the, the VPD and uh, tell them to get on it. That you think you're pretty sure your uh, great uncle... I don't know. Let's say Nat killed them. 
And Nat. Is, I don't know. I don't know names. All her uncles you don't were know me names. like Uncle Fat. That's true. And shit like Lester. Yeah. Stead. Stead. Something Ann. And Kevin Ann. And Kevin Ann killed killed her kids. Um, okay, so that's the uh, Babes in the Woods case. Thank you very much. <laughs> this case is a pretty famous case we're going to talk about here. Another case of the unidentified dead. This is the case of the boy in the box. Oh, I think some of you have heard of this. I we all have. All of us. <laughs> okay. I'm hearing some cringing. I'm hearing, I'm, I'm seeing some, you know, yeah. reactions. It's a dead. Dead children are it, not it, happy. Yeah, that's true. It's that's a true. dead boy in a box. There's also a, a horrific picture yeah. involved oh, in this. That's Very, why I'm cringing. If you want unsettling, this this case actually doubles down. Not, not least of which is that horrific picture. I, I assume, Carrie, we are going to put that Do up on something. To? We don't have to. But if you don't like pictures of dead children, then don't look at this picture. Yeah. So I don't know if we will or not. But it's put a, a if you want to, if you want to get oh, it in Google, yeah. um, it's it's uh, readily available. Box. Yeah, true. Uh, this this is about the horrific case of a, a boy found in rocks <laughs> with a botched haircut. <laughs> Who would have guessed? The title tells it all. With a botched haircut, how dare um, you? Shut up! It happened you said in. That. February 25th, 1957. On that day, a college student named Frederick Bonosis was walking in the woods near this on Susquehanna Road in Fox Chase. It's a town near Philadelphia. It's kind of, I think it's northeast of Philadelphia. He spotted something in the brush and he went closer. He There he finds a naked body of a little boy wrapped in a flannel blanket and stuffed inside a big old cardboard box. Ugh. He being a very brave soul tells no one the god uh, takes off tells no one this child who oh would kind of be called the boy in the box was actually i'm sorry i'm sorry i, I have that wrong i have that wrong what uh it was it was actually found two days ago by a douchebag who didn't tell anyone my bad oh so frederick Bonosis finds okay. it and but two days before then it was discovered by a man was checking his muskrat traps in the area. It's a pretty rural area at the time. So muskrat traps is pretty, you know. They do have this is, skulls. Yeah, I know. This is this is like, uh, this is eastern Pennsylvania, near Philadelphia, which is in kind of the northeastern United States. Just to orient our international listeners. Yeah, Jay in case. Mm-hmm. Probably most of our listeners. Which is, which is most of them. Yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, muskrat traps, though, were legal. So that's why he didn't tell anyone. Oh. So he was Ill- mm-hmm. he was like a poacher, I guess. He was he was illegally hunting muskrat, or at least the musk by trap. I don't know. He had to shoot him. I don't know what the law is. Not a good enough excuse in my book. No, kind of a dick. So it's two days later that Frederick Bonosis finds them. Frederick though doesn't come completely clear there because he waited a day before he told anyone about him. You yeah. know what? Honestly, mm-hmm. what? Usually, somebody who finds a body is kind of suspect. It's kind of, kind of sketchy in your yeah, book. Yeah, I know. That's why no, you anonymously not call in the police. Books, oh. In every, in the police's book, in everybody's book. So yeah, in everyone's book. I could see how somebody finds a body; they might be afraid to report it. I suppose anonymous tip. Yeah, I would do that. Just do that. I would report it because I'm a nice middle aged lady. Yeah, same. Because <laughs> we're not guilty. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would. I would too. I would just report it. If you found a dead child in the woods in, in a box, box yeah. And you're not guilty. With a terrible Port haircut. That shit. Yeah. The more you okay. wait, the more suspicious you look. Yeah, exactly. Have you not listen to any of Carrie's Criminal Justice Corner? Yes, I have. The KKK. <laughs> oh, God. She misspells every word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even my own name. If you're, Justice a, Corner. If you're a Kardashian. <laughs> she, um, so, okay, before you uh, 
take Frederick Bonosis aside. Yeah. Let's hear his story of how he found the, 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 the kit. Yeah. He said that he was out there, um, and for whatever reason, he's out there in the woods, the area, kind of the summer, again, it's sort of a rural area. He had seen a rabbit run into the bush, to the brush. Concerned because he knew there were traps in that area, he went to check on the rabbit to make sure it was okay. No. That was his story. That's suspicious. That's hugely suspicious. The, uh, now we're pronouncing that word like you. God damn mm-hmm. you. Who is we? I have Me? not said that ever in my life. Say, say the word. Fucking suspicious. Damn it. Carrie. He had to really think about it. Like, I he did. Think about it. I, I know how to totally pronounce this. Oh, my God. I, I had to swear right, first. Right, this right, this right. <laughs> suspicious. Okay. I do. I need a lot of effort for a lot of words. Yeah, we know. Suspicious <laughs> Eyes by Elvis. So, anyway, he, um, he actually was there to spy on girls at the Good Shepherd School. Knew so, it had something to do with yeah. So, not a humanitarian animal lover, more of a voyeur pervert. Sick I thought Disgusting, maybe he yeah. was out there to kill kids and he realized someone beat him to it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Jesus, that's dark. What the fuck? He finally owned up to, okay, yeah, okay, I was going to kill kids, but I didn't. When you make the other people at the table make eye contact mm. uncomfortably. Yes, yes, like, should we? That's uh, what I'm here for. Should we, we be worried? Can we put an 18 year old up for adoption? Is it too late? No, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to adopt a 17 and a half year old. <laughs> that's creepy. And yeah, then disinherit yes. them. Mm. No, because then I don't have to deal with them being like an annoying kid. <laughs> don't adopt They're a child. Just like, or, do you know or, how annoying 17 and a half year olds are? God. Do you know how annoying <laughs> this 18 year old is right here? I'm not annoying. Oh, <laughs> that's I'm funny. A fucking delight. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, the boy. Let's get back to the boy in the box. Okay, sure. He was thought to be about six years old. I'll give you his description. He had light brown hair, blue eyes. He was a white kid. His nails had been neatly trimmed. Mm, that's creepy. His hair, though, had been very crudely cut. Very, very short. They think, authorities think it was cut post-mortem because they found uh, hair, cut hairs under, under, like on his skin in the box there. I don't know. Sometimes when I get a haircut, I'm still finding little shavings weeks later. Oh, yeah. When I cut my bank, when I regrettably trim my bank, there's hair. <laughs> when you make a huge mistake, exactly. you show when bad take, judgment. When I take my medication and make decisions after <laughs> that's uh, a terrible 11 p.m. Idea. What, where was the story going? Uh, I, I read actually. I find that, hair everywhere still to this day. To this day, to this there day. there are actually clumps of hair, of cut hair. So they're pretty sure it was cut yeah. after he died. Right there, then too. Shit. Are uh, you know where nearby? If he's killed nearby and, and dumped there, not too far away. Yeah, or at least not jostled, and the hair didn't shake loose. I don't know how that works. Uh, he had been abused, not shockingly. Yeah. His body was covered in bruises. Yeah. His Hi. face was was both bruised and scratched. It's not good. Uh, he had been out. It had been cold out there in Fox Chase at the time for a while. So the um, authorities weren't sure how long he was out there. Uh, the estimates ranged from two or three days to maybe as much as two or three weeks. So they weren't super positive how long, but not not you know not ridiculously long. He looks. Uh, you've seen again if you've seen the yeah. picture, he's not decomposed or anything like that at all. No, like my guess is it was just a few days. So the police distributed that, that those creepy pictures of him. It's just you know he's just got these. They they open his eyes, but the eyes are are not fully open. It's a very creepy picture. It's the worst picture. They also uh, they're hoping someone would come forward and say, okay, this is my missing trial. That was the expectation. In hindsight, though, obviously they if they you find a kid in a box, you know, it's either a stranger who abducted him, sure, well, or more likely is the the parents or the yeah. guardians of or kid. someone and that so, the kid knows yeah so in 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 the latter case they're not going to come forward of course and of course no one ever did the abuser isn't gonna you know 
come forward. Most they, likely. They, yeah, most likely. They followed up thousands and thousands of leads, but none of them led to who the boy in the box was. So the best clue was the actual box itself. The box, it turns out, was a JCPenney box. It was made to hold a bassinet. It was. What's wrong with JCPenney? You, you've heard it's of it. It's funny. It's barely around. It's Why around. is that funny? If people yeah, are listening to this three years from now, Left. they'll have to say, what's JCPenney? Because it's, exactly. it's on its last legs. Yeah. Um, it had a, sorry, if you're a JCPenney employer, uh, employee, I'm sorry. If you're a JCPenney owner, go fuck yourself. JCPenney's a JCPenney owner. If you're JCPenney. It's you know like, what? yeah, if your name is Jesus if Christ, if you're Mr. Penny. Penny. <laughs> Mr. I'm Mrs. Penny. It's all fluorescent yeah. lighting, no windows, ugly clothing. When have you been to JC Penny? Never. We walk through it in the oh, mall to get to right. the right exit to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how people know JC Penny. I parked my car outside of it. Or there's a counter in it that they through. go to. Because it was a hot day, so I walked into the store immediately. Yeah. The box had a serial number that allowed it to tell them where, what JCPenney store it had been shipped to. This, it was a magical serial number, and it gave the box talking abilities. You said that like the box was, came to it life. It told them. And, okay, <laughs> goodbye. That feels a little bit attackatory. It, Am I uh, wrong? Uh, I'm feeling a little attacked here. Okay. Uh, the box, Move on. the serial <laughs> number. The one who made a joke about child murder. Yeah, you did. That's not better. No, it's not as worse. I'd rather make a bad joke. People laughed. It was uncomfortable, but they laughed. Mm. Uh, The JCPenney was in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania, about 15 miles away. 12 bassinets had been shipped to Upper Darby and sold there. Unfortunately, this is 19... What year is this? 1957. 1957, so they all 12 paid in cash those sons of bitches. They weren't like today's murders on 48 Hours Mysteries who go buy the murder kit and, and put it on their card. With their debit. Fucking stupid. <laughs> I love it. Jesus Christ. On security camera. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'll just take those. Uh, uh, zip ties and a shovel and some bleach. I'll be on my way. Okay. The 12 bassinets uh, were... Eventually, though, they were able to track them down. I have a couple different sources. One source said all but one were tracked down to the purchaser. One source said eight of them were, were traced. I don't know which is which is right. I've seen the eight before. I think the eight sounds never more reasonable. Otherwise, there's one left. It just seems too dramatic. So eight of the 12 were tracked down, and those people were cleared. So it, it seems pretty clear that, that one of the four, well, not necessarily, but one of the other four purchasers were the killers, but you never know. What if it was just put in an alley yeah, and they threw the yeah. box away yeah. and somebody grabbed it? So it's too bad. I mean, that who know, you never know. That could have led to the killer, but it could have also been a dead end. But doesn't matter because the bastard's paid in cash. A hat was found nearby. It was traced to a store, and the uh, uh, locally, and the proprietor there said he did remember. He said a man had bought it not too long before. But that man had also paid for the hat in cash. Always. Again, though, even then, the hat could have been there coincidentally, I suppose. But actually, you know. The hat is more compelling yeah, than the box. Is, isn't it? Which also indicates, by the way, it was a man's hat. So it maybe indicates a man yeah. did the dumping, not a woman. So, But still, a pretty minor clue. It was a man. <laughs> We've narrowed it down to 50% of the population. Goral, it most likely was. Yeah. Let's yeah. be real. That's true. Uh, they took the boy's fingerprints. They could find no match in a national database of hospital records. That's what I read. I'm not sure exactly 100% what that what that means, hmm. but they there's some I don't know, national data da- national of database births? of I don't know. Did they take of fingerprints? Do they take a baby's fingerprints? I don't think they so. They totally no. should. Do they, they? they do they footprints. footprints? Do babies have fully developed So I don't know what that means. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, it had something he did he had surgical scars. 
Um, that might have something to do with that. He had uh, scars on his ankle and his groin, and he also had an L-shaped scar under his chin. All of these were were apparently, at least the first two were were, were thought to be surgical scars. So that could have been, you the know, he was two. a patient at a surgery in a hospital. So maybe that's what they're referring to. I don't know. The second one. What about the second one? Because that one's weird. The L-shaped, L-shaped scar under his chin. That that's the third one. I don't. I don't know. A lot of people. It's very common to have scars under the chin. I do. I do. Why? When I Fall. jumped backwards, yeah. and I remember that. Yeah, that's a bad idea. No, but why is it more common? I don't it's, a, know. It's, a, it's an easy place to easy hit. To do I? You know, I, I, I do. I'm falling I into something hard. I can't remember when I was a, a kid. I, I, I blocked Kids it out. Kids trip and fall and smack their chin on shit all the time. Yeah. I guess, especially if you got a big one. <laughs> oh yeah, like crimson chin. I was just about to say crimson that. Chin. Y'all ever watch oh, Fairly Odd Parents? Mm. Hell yeah! Great show. Have teeth in me. Different, different person. Okay. Chips yeah. Never fucking forget. Vicky, Vicky. R.I.P. <laughs> Police yes. asked why his hair is cut. That people, a lot of people wondered why. Why would he cut his hair? Was it to, to, um, you know, to cover his ID? Did he have long hair? I don't know. I don't know. His hands and feet were were wrinkled. Were hmm. very wrinkled, uh, so they thought that his body. Remember, his body was found just in brush; it was not found in yeah. water. So that led police to theorize that he was in water for a very long time after death, or just before death, or both before and after his death. He'd been in water; he'd been submerged. So then, somehow. weird. How, then it must have not been super long, yeah, from him dying to exactly. being found. Yeah, because I don't think that. Because how long does your skin stay wrinkled? I don't know. I although, don't know. Yeah, well, maybe if you die, but although I was if you're killed, killed if, yeah, it yeah. probably yeah. stops like the way you stop bleeding. I mean, but you could stop de-wrinkling. I don't know. If you're a, a doctor and yeah. you are a dermatologist and you know about post-mortem de-wrinkling, yeah. please <laughs> tell us. Join us on Facebook and let's hear about that. Oh, God. Please be an act like a doctor, yeah. not like just a creepy And person. hopefully you are a doctor and not someone who just knows about that. Because if you are... Maybe... And not just someone who has a PhD in something and pretends they're a doctor. Oh, my God. We That's our word. We had that word first. Okay. Medical doctors can call themselves something else. Those sons of bitches. Call themselves medics. No, I'm gonna call them yeah, the doctors. They're, they're medical doctors, they're bitch. Fuck physicians. Yeah, they're, they're medical doctors. They're physicians. Because the we had it first. <laughs> what's the BFD? I thought you were saying what's the, what degree? What's wrong with the BFD I degree? I have a DFA. I'm a BFD. I have an MBA, a PhD, a PhD. I, it's, uh, oh, I love it. Well educated. B. D. That's her. That's her way of being hip, by the way. BFD assholes. That's like saying bitching to be current. It's my way of keeping it clean. I'm a fixing. I'm a fixing to cuss. That was hilarious. That was perfect. That was good, Carrie. Thank you. That's that's podcast gold, Carrie. Thank you. Thank you for being a good What's the BFD? The BFD, you guys. I swear. Okay. He uh, the kid, the the boy in the box, he had a bad eye. So Uh they think he had an eye element. Bitch same. Mm -hmm. Two bad eyes. (laughs) He had not eaten for at least two to three hours before his death, but generally speaking, he was actually malnourished, so he's not well taken care of, which you know fits with the really? horrible beatings he well, yeah. suffered. Yeah. Um, we feed him well, but then we beat the shit out of him. He did have a dark brown liquid in his stomach, and possibly it was vomit. I think it was moxie. It could have been moxie. Oh. It could have been um, Coke Zero. I don't know. I don't. Mm, in Probably 1957, it could have been Pepsi Light. It could have been Pepsi Clear. Wait, no, it was dark. The old flannel blanket that had been used to wrap up his body was tracked to either either being manufactured in North Carolina or Quebec. Oh, I don't know how that helps. Well, yeah. Quebec is much closer than North Carolina. That's true, but there were thousands and thousands of yeah, them. Yeah, it's, it's common distributed. Blanket, yeah, so. it's a flannel blanket. Yeah. That was a dead end. 
He had been killed, if you're wondering, by multiple blows to the head with a blunt object. I don't like that. No, no, no one does. Well. Maybe not even, the, the, certainly the kid didn't. The people I like don't like that. No, no, I don't like, no one less. No, it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> Whoa. I just repeating myself. A little mm-hmm. bit. So finally, though, they, they could not identify him, so they buried him in a potter's grave in a, a cemetery nearby. His tombstone, I guess the townspeople, you know, put up a, they did a GoFundMe. Wait, what's a potter's grave? As a porpoise. Oh, oh. Somebody doesn't have any money. Okay. I thought it was like, I don't know. I really didn't even know. Pottery. Pottery. Yeah, somebody made a ceramic Are you buried someone who was a potterer, maybe? Exactly. Or something like that. They just, they dug up a potter. We're like, he doesn't need this anymore. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Or his associate manager at a pottery barn. Yeah. He gets buried in a pottery grave. A pottery grave. Potter's grave. God damn you. (laughs) Heavenly Father, bless this unknown boy. Unknown boy read his his tombstone. The body, though, was exhumed in 1998. So they took some mitochondrial DNA from a Ooh, tooth. We at all that got point. that. Powerhouse of the cell. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Am I right, ladies? Am I right, ladies? Unfortunately, they didn't get enough to get a sufficient DNA. So if even if someone somehow Damn. did came forward, they would not be able to find a match. Unfortunately, so we'll almost certainly never know who this boy was. Um, and it would just be his mother. The case did get a, a, had a lot of coverage uh, in Pennsylvania and in Delaware. Uh, the police made four hundred thousand flyers. Shit. And, the, and the, the, it was covered in all the regional papers. They showed that super creepy uh, picture mm-hmm. of him. Uh, they also put a likeness of him included in every gas bill that was sent out in Philadelphia. Wow. I know. They were just trying idea. to reach as many people yeah. as they could. I know. 270 police academy recruits were hauled in and made to search all over that whole area. So recruits, we got a job for you. And they just did a, they scoured the entire area to find any other clues and they didn't. Uh, the photos of him, remember he's, he's sort of dressed and seated in these, in these photos <laughs> with his eyes open. They put that picture, but they also had a drawing. They, they created an image that they thought would look more like him in life. In other words, they got rid of, they made his, they made his face look alive. They got rid of the bruises. They, they made his hair look what they thought was a normal kid's hair would look like. And they, they, um, put those pictures as well and distributed those, but it was a no go. They, um, checked orphanages all throughout the country. The American Medical Association even passed a description of his scars to doctors throughout the entire country, hoping one would, would go, yeah, you know what? That sounds like a kid I operated on. But uh-huh. nothing. So we go to theories. Uh, Frederick Bonosis. Yeah. If you recall, he was the perv who was voyeuring. Is that a word? Let's go with it. Why not? Sure. Um, at that girls' school, and he found the kid. He's second person to actually find it, but he's the one who reported it. He was suspected. He um, was quote unquote cleared by lie detector tests, which, as we know from Carrie's Corner. Carries KKK. That is, <laughs> oh, whoa, we're going to start a battle rumor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it doesn't seem like, I don't know, in my mind, it doesn't seem likely given the fact he did report the, the body yeah. even a day late, you know. Probably not. I yeah. I mean, yeah. does the murderer ever report the body? It could be like misdirection. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I'm only sure if they they're do. really bad. Yeah. There's bad. like been some stupid guy killed his girlfriend and was like, it was an accident. Did they do that voice? Yeah. Oh my God. Let's How many 48 hours in Paula's yeah. have we seen where the husband, no, my wife, she's dead. Yeah, but that's different. And they that's what them. they know is going to be found. In this case, the, the murderer yeah. 
put it in the middle of nowhere thinking it's not going to be found for just a long ass time if that guy wasn't muskrat and the other one wasn't checking out the girls at the school. No, right. he was saving bunnies from mm-hmm. those muskrat traps. Maybe he's checking out bunnies at the school. Maybe he likes bunnies. He's a bunny guy. No, I don't like that. They're rising. You talk about dead children. Whoa. <laughs> I hear you. What's happening? Um, there was a foster home about a mile and a half away, not too far. The police checked and they found all eight kids who were supposed to be there were there. Didn't find any like, okay, one of them's missing. Still, you never know. The guy who found the fo- who ran the foster home was named Arthur Nicoletti. He was considered at the time a suspect. In fact, they focused on this foster home quite a bit at the time. He refused to take a lie detector test. Uh, well, smart. Which again is not a not a terrible idea in hindsight, but back then, yeah, you know, the police yeah. thought, okay, well, let's check this guy out a little a little hard. Later, about three years later, in 1960. A medical. The things I read said called him a medical exa- a medical examiner worker, uh, not a medical examiner. So I don't. That, so just like an assistant, I, I guess. Yeah, somebody like, who worked in the ME's office. He like sawed the chest open. Maybe. Oh, mom's got his name is Remington Bristow. It's an ME to her. <laughs> an she's part of the lingo. She's in the community. <laughs> so is he someone carry as an expert? Was he someone yeah. like uh, Remington? Get over here and take these organs out and put them away or something yes. like that? Was that what he did? I have no idea. Well, you're the expert on medical examiners. And he, you're you. just saying he worked in an ME's I office. Know. I, how I do know I know what he did? I don't know what he did. Maybe because you're the like, expert. Got the coffee. Yeah, got the coffee. Yeah. Got the bile. The... Oh God! What? Maybe he cleaned up. Yeah. Maybe he hosed down the table afterwards. Imagine a worse job than a medical examiner aide. I can't. You know, crime scene cleaner. That'd be worse. They've started, they've had to make extra, like, large, um, like, autopsy tables and coffins to accommodate the morbidly obese of America. Ooh, that's not good. What's that crematoriums, like? is that what they're called? Yes, yes they are called crematoriums. Because yep. otherwise there's been like cases of fires where there's too much fat on someone. And it causes the crematorium yes. to, to, to be to, like, on you fire? You can't handle it. Really? This fat is, I mean, it's like a candle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps going. The more you know. The more you so listen to Michelle Obama. <laughs> Aaron knew that. Have some fruit and vegetables. Aaron knew the statistics about the weight of people being cremated, but she didn't know what the building was called. Mm, she did. She got there. I got there, Jack. She, she had to ask. Shut the fuck up. Mm, I'm not gonna. Got this point. is a podcast. That would be rude. Uh, uh, this guy named uh, Remington Brista, which I can't believe you haven't commented how awesome I know, the name I love that is. It's a spectacular name. Remington Brista. They're both great. Um, he became obsessed with the case. He hired a psychic, so he's a smart guy, obviously. The psychic led investigators where the foster home. Yeah. So rock solid. Uh, fucking I mean, Teresa Caputo in this this, this this case had been only three years ago. It was a hugely, hugely famous case. The police had actively and focused on that foster home. So the psychic going, well, I think it happened to the foster home is not exactly, you know, genius. So Bristow, though, felt, okay, uh, he focused on this foster home. And, and later, it, an estate sale came up at the foster home. I guess they closed the foster home down. And he found, or at least they're selling some crap off. Everybody he died. found, what did he find? A bassinet, very similar to oh, the kind shit. of bassinet that would have been held in the box where the boy was found. He also claimed to have seen that they were drying on the, on the line out in the back some flannel blankets that were allegedly just like the flannel blanket where the kid was found. Okay. Convenient. A bassinet similar. Yes. Was it the exact brand of the JC Penny box? You're going to have to ask Remy. And good lord, every home Again, with children yeah. had a flannel blanket. Especially in fucking rural Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Remington. Picks her didn't happen. 
What? Ew, I didn't like that. <laughs> what did you say? Pixar didn't happen. Pixar? Picks or oh. it didn't happen. Oh, I thought, yeah. I thought you said Pixar too. Is there an app called Pixar? I don't know. By the way, if there is not an app called Pixar out there, we claim that right now. Trademark us just now. We can't do that. It's a good one. Pixar. Make it be app some kind then. of a picture yeah. app. Okay, guys. Probably already exists. Damn it. Yeah, Damn true. Bitch, probably. Um, so Remington's. Yeah, no, and also this is just his work. The cops thought he was a blowhard, so they didn't go like check it out. So he Who just. Was he? Rem- he was the medical examiner worker. Oh, the guy yeah. Who took care of the guts. We assume. So he's just so, trustworthy yeah. as hell. He just became obsessed with the case. Which is he developed good. a theory about who who did it or what happened. And he said it was, no, so this God. Arthur Nicoletti, this guy who ran the foster home, he claimed that um, his stepdaughter, Arthur Nicoletti's stepdaughter, had had a child out of wedlock and that so they got rid of the kid to avoid the scandal of her being exposed as an unwed mother. Remember, the kid wasn't an infant. The kid was several years yeah. old. Yeah, so they waited many, many years. There's a hole in that story, Remy. Kept, kept him in a basement. We kept him. He was a Casper Hauser in, in Pennsylvania, and they, no one the ever genie. saw him. So, so you, you guys probably buy that that argument. I'm assuming you believe that because it's rock solid. Turns out, though, in 1988, they did do um, a DNA test. Showed this was nonsense. Exactly. So they took Nicoletti's DNA. I don't know how they did it. Don't ask me. <laughs> but uh, that as, I'm, as I'm reading that, I'm going, that doesn't make any Back sense. Back then. They didn't have, no, in 88. They did oh, in 88. Test, in 88. Yeah. How? Well, I guess family from that Nicoletti family? I don't know. Sure. Let's go with that. Uh, in May of 2002, here's another theory that got a lot of attention at the time. In May of 2002, a Cincinnati businesswoman who identified herself only as M, the letter M, claimed her mother had bought the boy in the box from his parents back in 1954. Three years before he was found dead, they so M and her 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 mom, or I guess her mom, named the boy Jonathan. But they abused him. They kept him in the basement. They um, abused him relentlessly. He was mute, and she thought possibly developmentally disabled. M's abusive mother killed Jonathan when he threw up in the bathtub, and she she flew into a rage when he threw up in the bathtub, and she pounded his head into the either the bathtub or the floor uh, and killing him. Oh and that uh, the police investigated this for six months. They looked into the case. Case They finally determined that she was just a little, she was mentally disturbed. M yeah. was a little bit mentally disturbed. Disturbed. They could prove nothing of her story whatsoever. They even went to the neighbors of where M lived at the time because they knew who she was. And those neighbors said, no, there was never a boy living at that house that's bullshit. She's nuts. She's and just kind of, you know, making up yeah, some what stories. Well, there is a freaking cottage industry in children blaming their parents for murders yeah. and famous cases. I swear to God, Black Dahlia and everything. Every, name the famous murder. There's some kid out there saying their kid, their parent has something to do with it. I Even if it's solved, it's I swear. Jack the Ripper. Probably. Yeah. Let's go. Seems like that. my dad's a ghost. Fuck you. <laughs> my great, 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 great grandparent. Uh, Frank Bender, who was a forensic artist, he actually thought that the boy in the box was raised as a girl. He Why? Thought, there was something to do with, with the, the, the haircut, the styled eyebrows, the trimmed nails. In 1957, boys <laughs> didn't have those things. Uh, Only girls did. Six-year-old boys now what? don't have styled eyebrows. Okay, then. So his theory was that, and, and that's why oh, that yeah. the, the boy was raised as a girl. So they cut the hair and, and, and try and took the clothes off and, and tried to, you know, hide that it was a boy raised as a girl. Why? I call BS. I, 
on that's, everything associated yeah, with that. So do I. Theory. A little far fetched. I don't disagree with you. That seems. Uh, what's Stupid. the point anyway? Yeah. He just, he just that, sort of put that out there publicly and got a little bit, little bit of attention at the time. But yeah. So okay. So what do you think? Who was the boy well, in the box? What happened to him? How are we no supposed idea. to know? Solve it now. Go. I'm not psychic, and if I was, Ooh, I would say it was foster the home. foster home. Yeah, because psychics do say that. Apparently, what do you think? They raised him to use his hair for extensions. <laughs> <laughs> like Beyonce Ooh, and the or, Swedish or, or twins. Like, uh, maybe uh, people undergoing chemotherapy or radiation. Oh. And they ra- and they cut his hair off for that before, after they killed him. Because There's they a thought, Criminal Minds episode like this. Really? That's scary. No, There's a what episode? Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Oh. Just killed random people and took their hair. Really? But it's stupid because he like, killed like eight women to make one wig. Spoilers. So you don't have to kill somebody. Just cut their exactly. hair. Exactly. I mean, either, either it was... I mean, right, there's kind of two things. It was the abusive parents or guardians, or mm-hmm. it was a kidnapping. Yeah. It, it seems to me that if it was some kind of a kidnapping, they would have come forward and right. they would have known the about it. So it's almost certainly yeah. the people who had control of that kid, whether it was a parent, whether it was a guardian, whether it was the foster home people. But wouldn't you think it was the foster home that one of those eight kids would have spoken eventually? Yes. Even and as adults. Well, mm-hmm. there or the, when they went there, they would have been like, "There, yeah, this kid's missing. We haven't seen him in a while. Because he was recently no, but, dead. Say, say they've been told, shut the hell up or we beat the uh, oh, same yeah. thing happens to you. Eventually, yes. One day, one of those eight uh, kids comes clean. Yes. I mean, yeah, after they get out of that home. Yeah. If yeah. they ever do. Well, that would cause a little bit of attention for yeah, that foster home if every know. kid died. Well, what also, if they say, oh, they got adopted, but they really don't. Oh, that, okay. I imagine. And the use for sausage. The social services agency, if they were if the police were investigating the foster home, they were also discussing with the social services agency yeah. which children were placed there yes and- I know it's probably better this is 1957 it's not so primitive that records weren't kept no, but you know they kept records it's 1957 yeah. it's not primitive at all yeah so maybe they had a cave panty <laughs> they had a cave of, an, of a bull panting I think is what you meant you just skipped a word um, uh, so so my guess is it was a you know parent or something like that yeah. but they were not super local you know, they could have been 20 miles away, could have been 50 yeah. miles away, could have been next state. Maybe they yeah. went as far as they could and, and went as rural as they could. Maybe had an old, maybe they had grown up there and they knew it from whatever, Susquehanna Road or something like that. Could have been a Canadian. Why are you picking on Canada, Carrie? Yeah, why? 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 Are you saying Ryan Reynolds and or Ryan Gosling? One of the two Ryans killed this child. When something happens in Canada, we say it could have been an American went up to Canada. We, we Canadians say that? No, we the oh, Weird World Podcast. Oh, I thought you meant Canadians because you're not. Hey, Carrie's not Canadian. Don't we tell do, her. Don't tell her she's not Canadian. We she say she is. She's got a crush on Justin Thoreau. Justin, Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. <laughs> God. Justin, Justin Thoreau's an actor. Yeah, I know. Fake like, fan. She has a crush on both of them. So sometimes I get confused. Hmm. Um, any any other uh, uh, throws? Throws. <laughs> I don't like that word. <laughs> Shots in the dark. Any any thoughts on? on no. You all agree with me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that sounded painful. Yeah. It did. <laughs> He's being forced to. Okay. It's a that, tragedy. That was just, that was the tragic, terrible it is story a tragedy. of the boy in the box. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye now. <laughs>